Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee, and I am glad that you are here to join with me today for a nice hot cup, and mine is freshly made with a little bit of milk to tame it down, because pure black strong coffee is just too much for this morning. Ah, that's good. Well, I hope you are having a good day. I believe today is the, what is it, the 24th of March. We're quickly approaching the uh, uh, end of the month, and that's just hard to believe. <laughs> but time keeps moving on. Oh, and uh, yeah, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday, the middle of the week. It's hump day, and looking forward to the weekend uh, we had a good weekend last weekend, and I hope this coming weekend is equally as good, just getting different things done around the farm. And one of my big projects to of things to get ordered is uh, to get some Wi-Fi extension from the house to out around the farmstead. <clears throat> we have... Um, uh, the first week of April, we should be having baby goats being born. And last year, we had talked about it, and uh, but that was a whole year off, <laughs> and here we are. But the thing we talked about was getting Wi-Fi in the machine shed so we could set up uh, video cameras in there, connect to it by Wi-Fi. So if we, while we're here in the house, if we want to check and, you know, check on progress, make sure the, the mama goats are okay, we would have a way of looking in. And, uh, there was a company that I had found and, uh, to, that provides equipment that allows for your Wi-Fi in the home to be broadcast, uh, out in the open, uh, that uh, they had different kinds of antennas, so it could just be a 363-degree extension. Others were uh, directional antennas where it shoots a beam that is, um, uh, you know, like a 30-degree angle at a particular direction, so you get a concentrated beam and it goes a lot farther. But unfortunately, the company I was sold on, because their products looked really good, um, they have really terrible customer service. Uh, I can't get responses back from them. And in checking reviews, this appears to be a, uh, a common issue. So I started looking after not getting a response by the end of the, the workday yesterday, I decided to... Uh, start looking for another company. And I found a different one that specializes in uh, farms and agricultural uh, Wi-Fi. And that was kind of amazing, some of the stuff that they have available. Uh, they, do, they don't do directional antennas. They do a high-powered 360-degree one because they kind of go from the notion that you're... Um, you have different places around your farm that you need to have access to Wi-Fi. And they actually have kind of specialized stuff that will work in your tractor. Now, that's not so you can watch YouTube videos in your tractor, but there's what they call M to M. Um, 
you know, like B2B is business to business. Uh, M2M is machine to machine. And it allows for machines to talk to each other for precision planting, uh, spraying, that kind of stuff. So it's it's an interesting company to uh, to look at, and I'm going to see how their customer service is when their doors open and I try to contact them today. But in thinking about Wi-Fi extension, uh, you know, we have fine Wi-Fi here inside the house, but when you're talking about a distance, there's three things that I'm thinking about. One is the distance itself. We need to have Wi-Fi uh, go to our lodge building. That is probably the far corner of it would be a little, probably 100, 100 to 120 feet from the house. So if we, if we want to include all of that, you know, that's too far for our Wi-Fi from inside the house to leak out and get connected to. Uh, but we also have uh, the farmhouse, and that's about 700 feet away. And I want to be able to have some security cameras over there. And then in our machine shed, like I mentioned, it's about 350 feet uh, to that, and I want to be able to to reach it as well. Who knows? I may even want to be able to, you know, Watch YouTube videos <laughs> way out in the field where no one can see me. I don't know. But, you know, distance is a part of it. Then comes speed. Uh, I've got pretty good speed here inside the house. I want to be able to have similar speed out there. And some antennas, whenever they uh, you connect at a distance with them, uh, the problem is the, uh, the speed. Uh, you... Uh, it cuts down on the speed in order to reach farther out. So speed is cons- is concerned, especially if you're doing something high like uh, like video, you know, having a camera out there. The third thing is I'm just going to call penetration. And that is when you have a steel building, Wi-Fi does not like going through steel siding. And there's two buildings here that uh, I don't think it's, uh, it's going to be happy with. The one is the one that's right by us, and then the other is the machine shed that is a thick corrugated steel. So there has to be a way of penetrating those buildings. And so I'm looking at different uh, you know, types of antennas to have here by the house, but then there's receiver units that you can mount onto the outside of like the machine shed where we are having, you know, where the goats will be giving birth. And so you, you can have this receiver unit and then it connects to a router. You just pick up a router at Walmart, have it in there, and then it functions just like the router in your house. And you can have stuff all around. So distance and speed and penetration, for lack of a better word. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm kind of thinking about human communication as well, human Wi-Fi. And, you know, sitting out here at the farm, I can't help but kind of go back in time and think about, you know, when the family came to Illinois 
during the Civil War. Uh, most of the family had been living in the western part of Virginia. And whenever people traveled a distance to live, like my great-great-great-grandfather in 1845 moved from Virginia up to Kentucky, um, there was no Wi-Fi, there was no internet, there was no telephone. Mail service on the frontier was uh, limited, very limited. Um, Postal service was an early thing to go out, but still, it was not really good. So when families moved, as in, you know, what happened with my family, the family that stayed behind, they basically said goodbye because communication was just that hard. And then during the Civil War, when my part of the family came to Illinois, um, they, I believe they probably lost uh, almost all connection with the family that was still in Virginia. See, communication distance <laughs> didn't work very well. And whenever you did have communication, it was very slow. You had a slow speed. And it was limited to just letters if you were able to get communication through. Or if somebody was traveling, you could say, hey, give this message to so-and-so. And hopefully they would get the message. Today is not that way. Today we have the ability to electronically communicate um, anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world we can communicate. I remember having a FaceTime communication with family, uh, a family member who was visiting Indonesia. And we had it live, and there was very little delay. So distance, you know, utilizing electronic communication is not a problem. But there, remember I talked about there's distance, and then there's speed, and then there's penetration. Well, we don't have a problem with distance. And we can have, uh, you know, video in, in pretty good communication. But what about, the, um, what about the speed? How fast do we communicate? Well, in some ways, uh, you could, we can communicate almost too fast. <laughs> um, we can get a hold of anybody anywhere at any time. And that becomes a distraction. So sometimes we may need to limit the speed, throttle down the speed a little bit so that uh, it's more meaningful communication. And that kind of ties into the third one, which is the penetration or maybe depth of communication. And I think part of the problem can be if, if our main communication is just like social media. Social media is very fast and it covers a very big distance, and you can have a lot of people you're connected with. But how often does it stay at just that superficial level? It's just on the surface. There's not the penetration. There's not the depth of that, that communication.
you really are keeping it on the surface level of topics. And, you know, in a way, um, the, the social media has, you know, kind of coined the term, or not coined it, but they, they have a, definitely used the term where if people are having depth, especially if it's problem depth, it is, uh, it's viewed as, well, you're just posting your drama. You're a drama queen, drama king, whatever. Um, and I think that's simply because the expectation from social media is not really depth. It's, it's superficial. It's, it's like a bulletin board. Uh, you got a bulletin board at the office and you just post things and anybody can see it. Um, if you want to have depth, if you want to have penetration in your relationships, in that communication, I think we need to move beyond just the social media. I think we need to have the face-to-face, the one-on-one face-to-face communication. In 2020, we lost a lot of that. We lost a lot of that. Because we are forced into isolation, either forced into it because of regulation or forced into it because of fear. And we lost a lot. And you can see that on kids. Kids need that depth, and they lost it as well. And some kids haven't ever learned about depth because their communication has been so much just social media. So I'm going to. I'm going to give a challenge out there as I'm challenging myself to get this Wi-Fi issue resolved before the baby goats come. I'm going to challenge you to think about your communication. Do a little assessment. How are you communicating? And are you able to meet the distances for the important relationships in your life? You don't have to communicate with everybody, but the important ones, are you able to bridge the distance that may be there? And are you able to have, you know, communication that's the right speed? And finally, are you able to go in depth in that relationship? In the same way that if you had invited that person over to your house, you're sitting at the kitchen table or on the back porch and you're having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and you're having a nice, long, positive, in-depth conversation with them. I challenge you for that. I challenge you to do that. And uh, when you have the opportunity, you know, invite that friend over. Or maybe it's where there's too much distance for them to actually physically come over. But goodness, set up a tablet or set up your laptop and dedicate some time between the two of you and, and have a, you know, your own Zoom call where it's just the two of you. Um, one of the super fans, Tom. Uh, hey, Tom know you're listening, (laughs) and you're listening at high speed. (laughs) 
he does all of his podcasts listening on high speed, and I, I sound like a chipmunk or something. Um, but we had an opportunity uh, a few months ago to touch base one-on-one like that video. And, uh, you know, one or two times a week. And that was really neat. That was really neat. Um, because Tom and I go way back. And back in high school, we had a lot of good conversations and stuff. And then just like what happens, people move away. They start their adult lives in different parts of the country or they move around the country. And, and having, having that was, was really neat. It was really good, Tom. And I hope that you enjoyed it you know, as much as I did. Um, so the rest of you, let's do that. Let's try to have some of those kind of good, meaningful, in-depth communications um, and see what happens. All right, that's it for today. You guys have a great one. Make the most of it, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.